Because we are at the first, or the sixtieth episode of the Fuel Football Podcast, so for we'll have a little bit of fun with it, I am your host Sanchez Bailey. It's good to be back after the international break. Ask me if I've seen any football. The answer is no, but um, there has been a subject matter that I want to speak about, and I feel this can be applicable for like everything that I speak about is most applicable to every position, but at every level as well. I'm going to say a few quotes and I'm hoping that you're able to maybe as I go on throughout, you know, the the recollection of these quotes and you might know who it is and then maybe even know what I'm about to speak about. So let me have fun with this, right? I'm going to give you five quotes. I can't help but laugh at how perfect I am. Here's another one. Actually, she will give it away. Here's another one. Hold on. When you buy me, you buy a Ferrari. Yeah? Alright, and here's... Wait, hold on. When I'm injured, this is a serious issue for any team. I can play in the 11 positions because a good player can play anywhere. And then lastly, this might give it away if you haven't got it quite yet. Haven't quite got it yet, rather is that I do not do auditions. What inspired me about this this individual and this topic, actually, is, is the most recent thing that came out. And so, you know, I'll read the, the quote, and I'm sure everybody knows who it is. If not, you'll know now. Because Zlatan Ibrahimovic has said he wants to play football until someone better than him comes along. The veteran AC Milan forward recently said that he feels a sense of panic at the prospect of retiring from football. Now, I have two two perspectives of this Zlatan-like confidence, right? Um, and I do think he does play it along. <coughs> Excuse me. I do think he plays it along a little bit. I do think he is very realistic with himself, despite the personal or the public persona that he portrays. I also do believe he has a real strong level of confidence in himself that there is almost an element of truth to this. Or he knows that this belief system that he has in him complements him, complements his body language, complements his style of play, maybe com- com- uh, complements and contributes to his level of conditioning, right? And maybe motivation. For you to say that, sorry, I need to, I need to have a sip of water because my throat's really dry. It's a problem um, doing a podcast by yourself. Sometimes I like to let it run, you know, um, so you get it real. But anyway, yeah, so with Zatan now, maybe that might motivate him because he's saying all of these things where he has to now maintain this. And this level of confidence that he has in himself is very empowering, right? This is something that could explain all the 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 records that he's broken can explain these elements and how can we take this approach and this this methodology from Zatan and apply it in us in our own lives the very first thing that I would have to say is that there needs to be an accuracy to what you are saying 
There needs to be an accurate statement that is very complimentary to your game, but at the same time is very praiseworthy and realistic. So let me say that again. So there has to be something about your game that is very realistic and also complementary to your game, right? So for an example, I, I can't think of anything on the top of my head, but he may have a few records broken, but let's just use the goal against England where he done an overhead kick. You almost have earned the right to say something that's very confident, right? However, if you went two seasons without scoring a goal, as Zlatan Ibrahimovic, it's going to be very difficult for you to back it up or even match your talk um, with anything because you have no no evidence to support that. So the most important thing is, what are your achievements? What are you greatly proud of, right? What are the things that you do that is complementary or plausible to your game? Praise yourself for that. You know, realistically gash yourself up a bit. <laughs> you know, for how can I get, let me try and give a, a quick example. If you're a goalkeeper and you have a great record in saving penalties, or or maybe you are someone that catch has a great uh, habit of catching the ball during a corner, an in swinging corner when it's a bit dangerous, no matter what players on you, you could have an aura that you're not you're not beatable. It's impossible to beat you. You're that player that you're almost like the Great Wall of China when it comes to being in goal, right? And that may be because of the, 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 the acts that you portray where you show an element of solidarity, um, difficult to beat. So it's what evidence can you get that can give yourself that confidence? I'm a Great Wall of China. How on earth is someone going to then train if they see themselves as a Great Wall of China? How on earth is someone going to go in that pitch and not exude any forms of confidence by them saying to themselves that they see them themselves as a great water China. There's gonna be a level of confidence that you're gonna exude because of what you're saying to yourself about yourself, right? He, he does it a lot in the media. This doesn't have to be something that you publicly put out there. It doesn't have to be something you do on Instagram. It can be something that's internal where you empower yourself. Maybe this could be also written somewhere, right? Maybe this could be something that you rehearse and actually say it to yourself. You know, there's power in what we say. And there's things that you can do to give you that extra jolt of motivation. By Zatan coming out and saying some of these audacious statements, right? Let's go, let me find another one that I haven't mentioned. For him to say something like, <laughs> let's say this. When you buy me, you buy a Ferrari. If you drive a Ferrari, you put premium petrol in the tank. You hit the motorway and you step on the gas right um pep guardiola filled up with diesel and took a spin in the countryside he should have bought a fiat don't know what i was on about um hold on let's see if i can give you another one bear with me i got this list there of 35 i came like a king left like a legend right i won't be the king of manchester i'll be the god of manchester can't coach brilliance like that again that, that was his goal after um against england which is 10 years ago now weirdly if i had played in england i would have destroyed it like i've done everywhere else right and so these are things where he, he he's got the 
elements and those things to back it up. And guess what? You say that if I had played in England, I would have destroyed it like I've done everywhere else. What do you think he has? he's going to do when he goes to England now? He has to train and put himself in the conditioning, study the game, know his opponents, you know, and, and put himself to the test. How much motivation do you think Zatan would have done when he said that statement and then had to go to England? Right? And, and, and as we know, there's two ways you can look at it. You can look at it as an opportunity or you look at, can look at it as a threat. But when you're speaking that way about yourselves, you're only speaking for these things to be considered and perceived as an opportunity because these are realistic. You're not saying, oh, I'm the greatest player um, on earth or I, I'm going to, you know, I'm the greatest, I'm going to get the Ballon d'Or this season, right? When maybe you might not have the, the, the stats and the evidence to back it up. But what you can be like is that there's not a player like me in this team or in this league when I'm on my game, right? Or... You could even go a little bit more audacious than that. I can walk into any team, for an example, right? And even just with a mentality such as that, not necessarily publicised, you want to be making sure that you're delivering on the level that can be walk, uh, you can where you can walk in that team. So, what my message is from this episode today is for you to really consider, just have a moment to think about Zatan and to think about. The, the level of confidence that this man has at 37, 38, however old he is. And for him to still produce, you know, he obviously knows <laughs> that he's um, not the most, the highest performing player in, in, in Europe right now because there's so many other um, performing players, maybe even in the same league as him, maybe even the same team. But the point is, his level of confidence guides him to certain actions that complements his game, that makes him effective. His level of confidence drives his level of conditioning. It drives his level of training and his technical ability, right? It drives his level of body language and his confidence in the way that he carries himself. And it all matches up, but this all stems from what he thinks and what he says. So the message for you is to to start thinking of yourself in a way that is empowered. Start thinking of yourself in the best possible way. You know, they usually say you have an elevator pitch. You're familiar with the concept elevator pitch. You go in the elevator, you have about nine to seconds to sell yourself, right? In this case, you're not selling yourself to someone else. You're almost bigging yourself up. We're trained as a society to under compliment ourselves we're trained as a society to to be self-critical when someone seemed or even portrays an element of confidence or maybe assurance it's now deemed cocky a lot of the time even if it's just confidence so we're trained not to be too complimentary of ourselves but no one uh, shuns us no one corrects us for being too harshly critical of ourselves but but at the same time if we're too positive we're criticized Think about all some of the greatest players. We're talking about Djokovic. We're talking about maybe Floyd Mayweather. Different sports that we're seeing. Zlatan Ibrahimovic in the game here. Everyone has an aura about them that can be seen as arrogant. But is it arrogance? Is it that they're very complimentary and praiseworthy to themselves that empower them, which makes them great? Or is it us who are not as great as them, just looking at them and saying that they're cocky? We're trained as a society to be very critical of ourselves and I'm hoping that through this episode you'll take some time to 
to reflect and to be able to be a bit more complimentary of yourself, maybe be audaciously complimentary to yourself. But also it has to be realistic. It has to be backed up with evidence. And that's something that you should really think about. And, you know, those statements, similar to that term, but make some pertaining to yourself and make them realistic and think of that, um, think of yourself in that way, you know. Start acting and start moving and operating in a way that, that reflects that statement that you made about yourself. I'm, I'm going to leave it as that. I, hope, I think this is a good episode to return to. And I do hope that everyone's able to find that. Maybe write it down in your mindset planner. And yeah, like let's, let's move and close the season um, well. And for those that are in the States, slowly getting ready for this upcoming season. Anyway, all the best. Catch you all soon.